Have you been looking at the old Instagram or Facebook and you see all these rich people who are just so happy with their lives and it just makes you feel miserable because you're not rich? Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be talking about, do you need to be a millionaire? This oh, I thought you were going to say, because we're not either. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the Existential Stoke Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Yeah, so this is an interesting topic because a lot of people think that you need money in order to live. At all. Or no, I would I would actually say not just in order to live, because I would argue, you know, to some extent you do if you're in society, but like that it's the only thing that matters for quality of life, whether you're having a good life, happiness. We kind of use it for everything. <laughs> Yeah, you know? like like happiness in life is a scale from zero to a hundred billion dollars, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's really. I mean, that's really. I think how a lot of people think because we're convinced that that's all that matters, right? And like, it makes it really hard though because then you see, dude, like you said, you go on social media and you see like all these people with flashy clothes and cars, and big houses, and you know how many things on like I'm sure on YouTube and stuff is it like touring this eighty million dollar mansion type videos and crap like that, right? That just makes you feel you're like I don't have seventy five bedroom. What am I doing wrong? You know, <laughs> what would you even do with seventy five yeah. bedrooms, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I only have well, me. it's it's an interesting thing because it's easy to show that you have wealth. Like I think back to you remember Ty Lopez, the first guy to advertise on YouTube. He was like the first one who did video ads online. He was the oh, guy who know, had, but, okay. he, he was sitting in his garage and had a Lamborghini behind him and a bookshelf. And he's like, hi, this is my Lamborghini, but this isn't the most important thing. These are my books. And he just basically like sold his course about how oh, he okay. reads these books and he would give the book summaries and everything to people. But he became a, you know, a multimillionaire. And I actually ended up meeting him one time at a conference. Oh, really? Uh, a lot shorter, a lot shorter than you would give away on, on, Watching the YouTube. Did he videos. have like a little? Did he stand on a little box or something? Oh, dude, he was wearing like decked out, like the most expensive clothes. He had a personal uh, okay. bodyguard or two, and uh, but anyways, so like it's a lot easier to show that you're wealthy than to actually be wealthy because when he recorded those videos and when he did all of that stuff, he was broke. He, did he rent rented a Lamborghini, Lamborghini yeah, for yeah. the day to shoot the videos. Yeah, probably he bought the books, but that was it. Other than that, he was broke, and so like. The thing is, a lot of people get trapped because they're spending all this time on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere, and they see all these rich people. And they're like, it's it's the illusion of a movie because when you're watching a movie, you get sucked in and you think that's reality for the moment. Yeah. And you see right. this stuff there and you're like, oh, everybody's rich and I'm freaking broke working at Burger King. My life sucks. What's wrong with the world? Yeah. And like we forget. To, you're right, though. I, I like that analogy of the illusion like a movie. Like we forget that it's like curated. Like, I mean, look at any of your friends or family that you know. You know more about what's actually going on in their life. But if you look at their social media, there'll be a big disconnect, right? Because most people aren't going to put the bad things that happen or pictures that don't come out well. Or, you know, the Thanksgiving that fell apart. They're going to put up a picture that makes it look like Thanksgiving was awesome, right? And that, you know, the yard looks great or whatever. Like, they're going to do things that make everything look grander than they are. And it's like, you know, that curation makes us forget that the reality of the situation is very different at the same time yeah and plus it's like a much more tenuous situation than they want you to believe like i've i've been lucky enough to meet a bunch of people who have been uh social media influencers who are pretty wealthy and then it's 
It's interesting because the number of them who are satisfied with their lives is so low. And the number of them who are on the verge of suicide, who like talk about how they're contemplating it is so high that it's just like a complete disconnect from what you would think from watching their stuff online. Well, we mentioned before, right? Will Smith, uh, Jim Carrey had a famous talk on it where he did this, you know, about how depressed they were once they got that wealth. I think I mentioned last week, I was listening to podcast on Moby, right? Where like, he's doing well now, but he said like when he was at the height of his stuff, he was super depressed and wanted to kill himself. Even though he had all the money, he was selling tons of records. And he's like, you know, because you do the same thing. They do the same thing everybody else does. They compare themselves to others. There's always somebody with more, always somebody that seems to be doing better, has it easier. And it's, you know, that fulfillment's missing a lot of times because we think money's going to solve everything. And then we get it and we're the same person, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And so like another thing, so I, I mean, we were both severely in debt. <laughs> and so severely, like, from, yeah, yeah, That's a good word. Yeah, and from, from doing that, like I took a lot of time to read pretty much every book on personal finance. And I went through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University And so like it teaches a whole bunch of skills and you learn a whole bunch of stuff about money that most people don't learn, uh, including like the importance of living on a budget or living within your means. Like Ben Franklin said it hundreds of years ago where he's like, if you he's like, if you make ninety nine dollars and spend a hundred, you're going to be miserable. But if you make a hundred and spend ninety nine, you're going to be happy. And it's like simple advice. But how many people live from? Do you know, it's funny, like, um. Yeah, because I used to be terrible with money. And like when I started paying more attention, one, I stopped looking at crap so much online, like shopping just arbitrarily. Like, because I used to, I didn't realize it, but in the, I mean, now looking back, I see like, you know, when I was upset, I'd buy something or something, which a lot of people do, right? It's consumerism. It makes you feel good for the moment, but it's not something you really want. So you're not even happy with it. You're just getting it just to try and up your feeling for the moment because it's easy. It like scratches the itch. Yeah. But once you start taking care of it and like once you actually have like, savings like in your like we're like like you know if you know like even something stupid like if my tire blows on my car i can fix it that feels really good because you don't have that pressure of like you know my credit cards are all rang up i have no money if any little thing happens i'm screwed you know like kind of pressure that you carry around and that then that pressure causes you to go spend more money because you're depressed and da, da, da. it's like a vicious cycle that consumerism can be really dangerous right so like mm-hmm. i think like what helped me a lot was just getting clear about like what do i really need like minimalism actually helped a lot realizing you don't need all this junk and like stop looking stop just stop arbitrarily shopping for shit you know like stop looking at things online and you know coveting these things you don't even really have an interest in or a need for Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i think one of the biggest exercises that i did was living on a budget because this was something that was really interesting because the thought about, I mean, most people hear the budget and they cringe. They're just like, oh, I can never do that. I have oh, to manage God. my money. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's the craziest thing because that's what I felt too. Is that like, yeah, I, I just, yeah. I was like, that's, I can't do that. That's just, I need my freedom with my money. And like, and so, but I did it anyways. Cause I was like, heck, I, what I've been doing hasn't been working. No nope. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. This clearly hasn't been working. So let me try something different. So I tried it. And the coolest thing about it was that even though the amount of money I was making didn't change and the amount of money that I was spending didn't change dramatically, all of a sudden I had this freedom that I thought I would need to be a multimillionaire to have. Your relationship changes with it too. 
which is really important as well. Like I noticed because I did that for a while too. Because I, I remember uh, a long while ago, years ago, you were writing down everything you purchased. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good idea because it just makes you more aware. And like I started, and I noticed as soon as I started, I bought less. Because I was like, well, you know, like you're just more aware of what you're doing. Because like before, it's like impulsive. I mean, they make it impulsive intentionally, right? Like Amazon mm-hmm. has one click. Like, don't yeah. think about it. Just click this button, ban. Your credit cards charge you good. You know, it's yeah. like, but it forces you to think about it a little bit more and process it before you just impulsively do it, which is super mm-hmm. helpful. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a pain in the butt to write stuff down. Even though it takes, you know, 10 seconds to write it down, it was a pain in the butt every time. Like, I used to love going to Starbucks. Like that was my treat for myself. I just really liked the way their black coffee tasted. And that would be like, you know, when I get done a long day, it was kind of my treat to myself. But every time, like I had to write down a dollar 98 or whatever it was for the coffee. And I was like, uh, I hate doing this. Like, you know, so so I was like, maybe I don't want a coffee today. I don't know. It's also really helpful too, because it just makes you more aware of where your money's going. Because I think most of us really aren't. Like, I don't know if, I don't know how you felt, but like, I'll, I'll give you like, I remember when I got out of college and realized how much in debt I was, I, at first I felt really like it was so unfair because like, you know, you make these decisions when you're 17 or whatever, everybody's telling you it's the right thing to do. You have no idea. You have no idea about finances because nobody teaches you any of this. And you get into a situation where you're egregiously in debt and really don't know how to handle it. And so not only does it feel overwhelming, it feels very like, you feel like a victim almost. Right. And like, that thinking is really bad though because then that leads to just not dealing with it and more problems right mm-hmm. and it's like as soon as you start dealing with it and realize you can handle it it's like way better you just take care of it you know <laughs> like yeah absolutely yeah so i guess we haven't really answered the question we set out to answer no, we did not not at all yeah. do you need to be a millionaire and i would say you know depending upon how steep inflation does end up getting this episode may not age well because <laughs> it could turn it could turn out where like a million dollars will buy you a Starbucks coffee. Well, but yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I mean, the thing I think I would say is like we all know, like we live in society, right? Money's important, and I think the I know at least for myself, I'll say the biggest thing I mistake I made when I was younger was because money was my major major concern because I didn't have enough. I was in debt, egregiously in debt. I wasn't good with money. I thought it would fix everything. I thought if I have money, that'll fix everything because that seems to be where all my problems are. But the reality is my problems were other problems. They were manifesting as overspending, being terrible with money, not, you know, hiding from dealing with like the bills and stuff and all that crap because I had other problems. So I think like one thing to keep in mind is like, yes, money can be helpful and get you out of these situations. It's good to have money because it makes you, gives you that freedom. You can deal with things in your life at self-worth, whatever, but how much you need is really depends on a lot of factors and taking care of yourself first deals with a lot of those problems that are probably associated with your overspending, like taking control of your finances, budgeting, dealing with problems, looking at your mental health, all of that actually can pay off a lot more than anything else. Yeah. I like how you mentioned taking a look at it because money, you know, every blessing has a burden. And I think Biggie Smalls said, mo money, mo problems or whatever that is. But like, Something like that, people, yeah. people don't look at that part of the equation. They're just like, I, my life, I have problems that I can attribute to money right now. So money is going to solve everything. But they don't see the things that come along with money. So like, they don't see the things like relatives asking for money and it kind of poisoning relationships. 
they don't see the things like people suing you for anything because they're trying to take you get it get a free ride they mm-hmm. don't see all the all the stuff once you start buying hangers expensive on. things with your yeah, yeah. hangers on yeah. have your posse once you start if you start buying expensive stuff you have to pay to maintain it to staff it to do all this different stuff they don't see the accounting fees for having all these different so like there's a whole bunch of things they don't see like the fear of someone robbing you or kidnapping you or all yeah. these different things that are just, oh, well, that, I mean, if I had money, I wouldn't care about that because I have money. But it's like, it's going to happen if you get the money. So you got to prepare for it. Like, are you a good steward with money now so that when you have more of it, you can be a better steward? Yeah. If you have a minute, I would recommend I would look up online at how many people that have won the lottery, like a large amount are now bankrupt. And you will be shocked. I mean, I'm talking about not just like 10 grand, like 10 million, 30 million, 100 million, because they don't, they get this windfall, which is great. Yeah, it's great. But they don't know how to handle it. They don't have any idea of how to, you know, how to actually deal with this amount of money all at once. They make poor Mm -hmm. decisions. They get in debt quickly. They give out way too much. Everybody they know starts asking for money because they didn't earn it. So they don't feel like it's, you know, it's, there's just all these problems. And it's like, you can't. You know, yeah, it might be nice to win a bunch of money, but like you also have to know how to handle it or it can be a super curse. Like, I mean, I saw a bunch of stories about that where people are way worse off now after winning than they were before they won. And professional athletes and one hit wonder musicians like Mm -hmm. because they think the money is going to keep on coming forever and they have all these bad habits around money. Like they'll go, they'll fly everywhere in first class paying $10,000 for a ticket where somebody else is paying $200. Yeah. And like, granted, you can do that for a while while you're making money, but then money's gone. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. It's like uh, there was a wasn't there a football player whose mother like sued him because she raised him and she wanted some of his money. I swear to God, I think that was I'm a sure. real story. I, I remember hearing about that. But like, yeah, stuff like that. Like People get jealous quick and like feel like they, for whatever reason, you know, think they deserve it, too. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I heard there was a case where some some old woman spilt coffee on herself and won a million dollars because it was hot, which is coffee is supposed and, to be. And she and, spilt it on herself. And, and that was a long time ago. And, that tell me yeah, I know it's probably like, worth like it's, 80. It's ridiculous. It's really America yep. is ridiculous when it comes to lawsuits and kind of ridiculous. There's no responsibility, personal responsibility around money. But anyways, so long Dan, story short, ask, do you need <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Dan, do you need to be a millionaire? I'm gonna say look no, I don't think so. If we, well, I mean, it depends. Like, do you need a million dollars in the bank? No. I think what you need, though, is like, you need to get clear about what really matters to you so you can have a quality of life. And you need to know what you actually want in life. We've said this before, but like, you know, people always covet like Bill Gates because of his money, Jeff Bezos, you know, uh, 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 Zuck, whatever. I wouldn't want to be any of them. That life is not appealing to me at all. And I know that with clarity. So that's not something I'm chasing because I just know that's not what I would want. Like, yeah, there's things about that look great, sure, but like most of it is not for me. So knowing that, what do I really want? Do I really want like, what's my ideal life? Is it a house in the mountains? Well, then I don't need a million dollars. You know, I don't need to be earning millions of dollars every year. You know, if it's like, you know, a gigantic mansion that I can never see all the rooms in, well, then maybe I need to, you know, be a billionaire. I don't know. But like getting clear about what you actually want and then taking care of yourself. Because if you feel good, it won't. The money doesn't matter. That's only one aspect of life. You're a whole person, you know? You can have a lot of value in other things. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm really glad you said that because uh, you mentioned like being very clear about it because a lot of people just think of this number. 
They're just like, oh, if I just had a million dollars or $10 million or whatever it is. And it's like, fine. Well, okay, dream wish, you have that money. What are you going to do with it now? And mm-hmm. and how long is that going to last you? Million? Not long. So, yeah, <laughs> Literally, I mean, not long but it could. But it could. Yeah, like if you if you know what you're doing, it could last you your entire life. And so, but the thing is, once you figure out what you would do with that money, start doing that now. Like if you want to be a millionaire, start acting like a millionaire right now. Read the millionaire next door, and you'll find out that most millionaires drive a Toyota Camry. They dress very plain. They live in a house of people who are uh, working class, like a neighborhood of people who are working class. And they don't go to name brand universities. They go to like state colleges. So like, yeah. and then you'll be like, what? No way. But all the people on Instagram, God. and yeah. So yeah. anyway, my answer that's is a, no, you don't need to be a millionaire. That's and a good actually, point like, though. Because, you know, I think like they're, they're not flashy, right? Because they also have a good relationship with money. They realize what they need and what matters. Like, you know, because I think that's that just going back to the um, lottery example, like one of the major problems most people make is they'll win, say, like, you know, say 10 million. Right. Well, like five of that's gone in taxes and they don't even realize that. So say you got like five million left. Then they think, well, I have all this money. So they start just buying all this crap that they've been coveting for a while. But guess what? All those things aren't going to just make your life better. And you're not even going to use all of them. like. So really think about that. I think like, you know, how much do you even need? Do you need the newest thing every time it comes out? Is it really necessary? Like asking yourself these real questions can help you get there. And yeah, I would say no, you don't. I yeah, agree. And also, also recognizing. So like we are, we are like touched in America, supremely lucky when it comes to stuff where if you make over $13,000 a year, you're in the top 1% of the wealthiest individuals in the world. Well, in America, insane. you're pretty much broke, yeah. but in the world, you're in the top one percent. Yeah. If you, I, yeah. Okay. No, I was gonna say when I used to teach uh, when I teach social ethics, I usually talk about we talk about world hunger and poverty. And a really interesting statistic is like I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's something like half the population, like roughly about like three four billion, live on less than like two bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know, if you live in America. You do anything, you're spending more than two dollars instantly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like walking out of your house probably cost two bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Soon like, they're going to charge charging for breathing air. You're like, that's two dollars of air today. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you want to pay less? Stop breathing so much. Hold your breath yeah. more. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but so just recognizing how lucky you are, and then I I personally don't think you need a million dollars. I think the number is way less than that. And actually, like. Here's the thing. So like I've had some times in my life where I had earned enough money to where I didn't have to work. And it seems cool because you're like, sweet, I'm just going to sit back on the beach, sip my pina coladas, and life is going to be awesome. And it is for a week. Yeah, it's a vacation. Maybe. Yeah. And you're probably overworked before. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're supremely bored. And this is what happens to everybody who like exits on their business. They sell, they make millions of dollars and they're like, oh, I never have to work again. They're bored working on something else immediately afterwards. Like it's part of the human condition where we have to work on stuff to find meaning in our lives. And Which so, is like, fine, you know, but like, yeah, you're right. Like that's a good, that's not a bad thing, but realizing that can be very helpful. Because like you see that like, you know, you get hobbies, figure out what you actually like, you know, and like, Ask yourself, if I had this money, what would I actually do? What would I really honestly do? And then just like you said, do it now. Start working on doing it now. And then you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bingo. So there you have it. Don't need to be a millionaire. Just no. uh, live the life you want to live anyways, because and take care you of yourself now. Yeah. 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 There so, you go. <laughs> there you go. We answered the question once and for all. Now, nobody has to worry about that anymore. I'm pretty sure Instagram's going out of business now because people now know you don't need to be a millionaire. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. And posturing doesn't do anything. Yeah. Nope. So if you enjoyed that episode, give us a like, particularly on Apple Podcasts. This is the Accent Special Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy. <laughs>